the wake of a long and terrible war, our story awakens. With a future that is challenged by evil forces and tempered by powerful magic, a world struggles to find its destiny. A destiny which you now find yourself a part of, as the prophecy has foretold. These are the savage tales of Eberron. Now, settle in and prepare yourself for the thrilling adventures of our brave crew as they seek to make their own fate on this week's episode of Mourners of Lazar. Welcome uh, here. I am Ernesto here playing Truco. I'm Ellie playing Captain Daniel Lazani. I'm Michael with Tarlan. And I'm your Dungeon Master, Philip. Welcome to Savage Tales of Eberron, Mourners of Lazar campaign. Um, thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, we will start off tonight, like usual, with our background question. How has your upbringing affected your worldview? Well, I, that's an interesting topic, if I, if I say so myself. The, hmm, I would say my upbringing, or my maybe lack of one, I mean, because upbringing, uh, I, I never kind of been brought up. So it's, it's a bit of a weird, uh, weird word to use. But in my case, nevertheless, uh, I mean, being more of a straight kid, just running here and there, stealing, finding ways to survive. Um, I mean, I got to see kind of the shittier places of the world. Uh, maybe not the shittiest. I mean, it was. It's, it's a really. I mean, Metro was not is was a great city, um, a nice one. Uh, even on the garbage was good at times. So to that level. Uh, so I haven't got much else in life during my youth besides being in Metro. So, but yeah, that got me to see all the difference that there is between people and between different levels of power and uh, gain and wealth and I guess that did shift my point of view I guess for lack of a better term um, yeah just uh, understanding that life is unjust and you have to make the best of it and uh, maybe find situations where you can make it unjust but for your benefit, uh, because you need to, because you need to survive. Uh, and uh, uh, there is little space to ask yourself if what you're doing is uh, good, because you're seeing all the people there like are just living in such a better situation than you, that you don't say, oh, why would I ask myself if I'm going to do a good thing? if I see everyone else just not really asking that question and just doing by themselves um, so yeah if I have to say a point of view of the world it will be that life is unjust sorry for being a bit of a downer but that's how I think wow you uh your upbringing was very different from mine Truco but you know it, it explains a few things in getting to know you better I've talked about it before. I grew up in a small farming village in northern Seer, and it was just my papa and I, at least at home. But you know, with only about two, two and a half dozen people in the village at any given time, we were 
we were a community, we were a family, we were all on the same footing. Everyone had to pitch in to the needs of the community for everyone to survive and not just to survive, but, but to live well. And that was where I learned that for myself, justice is the most important thing I can aspire to, not just for a for having justice or fairness for myself, but for getting it for other people too, as uh, as much as I can. You know, if uh, if someone's chickens died, we you know we'd pitch in to make sure they could get more because it wasn't just for them. It was you know those eggs were for the whole town. And if someone ever got out of line and was a little more selfish than the, than they should have been, that benefited everybody. No, oh, everyone. We'd all make sure that they that they heard about it and got back in line, or else they'd have to move on somewhere else. So, yeah, growing growing up in Pine Watch with uh, with that. Well, it wasn't until I got to Metro for the first time that I saw the kind of things you're talking about. It was a beautiful city, and um, there were a lot of things that were real ugly in it there too, but... Well, you know where I stand trying to give everyone a fair shake. I'm glad I took a chance on you, so we're gonna, we're gonna make the best of things, you and I, in our own way. Family, that's the, uh, that's the rub of it. That's all that matters when it gets down to brass tacks and... Well, as dwarves... I think it pretty much goes across most of the dwarven clans. We're all raised in a proper dwarvish manner. Value family above most other things to seek to emulate our ancestors and preserve the family uh, over the individual. Live up to the character of the ancestors and add to this shared story that, in my case, the Coladrins have. And while I, I like to think I've done a all right job at that. I joined the war and fought to keep the Coladrin homesteads on the northern front safe. Uh, took the fight to those flamingos across the border in Thrain. And maybe one day I'll be able to add to the Coladrin story in a way that's uh, completely my own and uh well, you know, critics of the dwarf culture, they might say that we raise our children to hold grudges. That's what I've heard bandied about in the taverns to feud to be jingoistic balder dash i say boulder dash anyone who gauges in betrayal and skullduggery reflects poorly on the culture they were raised in and so you see a thrain is not to be trusted one has to be careful around the culcorans uh, and uh, when it comes to those fleer bearded alestains you call dolderans well trust is completely out of the question Thank you, everyone. Um, Truco, you have the recap from last week. Oh, yeah. I mean, Truco has got to do what he's got to do. I mean, now, now, right now is to tell the story so far, which as a quick, as a quick brief, brief view, I mean, we best. Uh, Lagra and Mutiny, we got into Riggedy Squiffs for repairs of the Mighty Griffin. Um, we can stay there for a couple of days, uh, enjoy drinks, enjoy la uh, dances and shows, and uh, uh, 
tales and stories about our accomplishments and uh, later those days uh, kind of got to to Rikidi's help when a couple of trolls started attacking the Lamberjar um, um, over the north of the island and uh, after sorry the Lamberjar and after we took care of that quite successfully I may add um, we got back to then realize that a new ship was arriving to the island. This one of Kalanathian uh, fashion, which was, was quite weird. Uh, Dana quite approached quite rapidly to the uh, guys or couple of people that were arriving to the port uh, to then find a captain of the name Free Gaius Irturn, Trun, Trun, yeah, that's his name, um, arriving more of on a kind of trains look more than Carnathian, which is a bit weird. Uh, but then he uh, he kind of approached in a more sensible manner uh, after realizing that he was kind of intruding uh, Rikidi's policy of just one ship at a time. Uh, Dana kind of was quite uh, aggressive at the beginning, but then realizing the situation got a bit uh, more uh, subtle with his talking. After that, we heard, I mean, because of that, we realized that the watchtower was uh, unattended because in that way, the ship wouldn't arrive in the first place. So we got there, uh, fought some boards that later probably become the dinner of the day. Uh, let, then what find the watchtower uh, and after some investigation and some aggressive birds repeating words over and over, uh, we find out that the person that was uh, looking at the watchtower was indeed taken, or not taken, but taken his life, or his life being taken by the trolls. Uh, these trolls apparently were the same ones that we defeated before, but at the beginning kind of come back here to the watchtower and made a mess. Um, after that successful discovery, we went back to Rikidis, and I believe the day passed, and the next day was, or is going to be an interesting one, from what I can tell. Yeah, that's what has been happening so far. Yep, thank you for that, uh, Truco. So, uh, after a restful night's sleep that uh, takes care of a lot of the uh, weariness and difficulty from the last uh, 24 hours or so from all of you, um, Torlin, you wake up come morning time. Uh, how soon do you realize what day it is? Well, uh, I think everybody knows what what day the day of morning is on. It's just a question of if Torlin's got a sense of what day it actually is, if he's been keeping track out here. And uh, I'm not so sure that's uh, true. Okay. Have we? I don't know. I mean, I would think that uh, being in record of squibs and having uh, a week kind of off, um, all that kind of stuff, what day it is and, and the time, being able to talk to people would be something that would all be kind of in your uh, awareness and consciousness. Uh, yep, yeah, well, that makes sense. Um, in Torland's case, he's, I tend to think that he would be probably a little bit uh, looking to support 
Dana and Truco and Rusko today as he's a Brelish Dwarf and, you know, a couple of years after uh, other tragedies that may have happened in other worlds, I'm sure that they may have been on, on the minds of people in other nations, but as for Torlin, uh, the only real question is, is whether or not some of those fellow prisoners that were in the prison camps in Seer managed to survive the day of mourning, and it's still a, a, a matter of a question, so he might try and go find Truco to speak with Truco a little bit later on about uh, a certain something, but for now, uh, he would go and, and find Dana and just see how she's holding up with uh, the day and uh, if there's anything he can do to help her, or if she um, just wants to be in Solace. Okay. And I'm trying to remember... What activity did you take on as a downtime activity this week? Did you take on anything? I don't believe I took anything on. Yeah, I know. Mechanically. Uh, yeah, I know Truco took on something that uh, we'll be resolving soon. Um, <clears throat> speaking of which, so Truco kind of finds himself after breakfast in the morning and woke up working once again with Alvar to try and salvage something from this whole uh, endeavor that he's been attempting. Yeah, I, I would add to that. He's probably kind of find out uh, like a kind of a, a rooftop of a, a house that he kind of finds more fancier to sleep there than other places. And maybe he's he wake up there with the sunrise. And uh, well, that would certainly be the commons itself. Is definitely one of the old uh, kind of nice towers and villas. It's not necessarily been kept up in the best shape, but it is uh, definitely one of the oldest, nicest structures in the settlement. All right. And he will probably uh, not really know what the day is exactly, but later, maybe in the morning uh, during breakfast, hear about uh, some comments about the day or something. Uh, around the tavern and he will start um, asking for drinks at the at the bar and start drinking drinking some booze right, it's gonna start early in the morning huh yes okay excuse me please bring me one and I, I need something something heavy why certainly <clears throat> um, and there's no there's there's enough people of irrepute that come through here that asking for a drink early in the morning does not like phase anyone. All right, all right, it's a common thing. Okay, Truco's um, gonna take a big sip. Fish fish guts is in there already with the drink at hand. Oh, fish guts! I never see you here. Maybe because I don't get to the bar that often. How are you, my oh. friend? <clears throat> Sober. That's a shame. It, it is. Yeah. Um, let me uh, let me buy you uh, a drink. Well, I'm already have one. You know, I'm out. Oh, maybe <clears throat> I, I will buy you another I'm, one. I'm working on the capstan's wishes. You know, she makes a fair point and all. So, <clears throat> oh, I'll see how this this works for me. Oh, I mean, I have to say that's that's a great uh, thing to strive to. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just trying to get sober for a change. 
I guess. I wouldn't say I'm trying to get sober. Mildly. It's not trying drunk. to get drunk. Just not trying to get drunk. I like that. That's a, that's a great, that's a great thing. I'm maybe going for the contrary today, my friend. So. What? Well, four. I haven't seen you drink a whole lot on board the uh, Storm River. Is is in there? Is it there like a one has to choose a day to start drinking? I mean, one has just decide at one point that drink. I mean, I have drink. I have been drinking on the Griffin. He looks. He kind of looks at you quizzically and kind of like long and hard and goes. It's like Truco's trying to like impose, like trying to make himself like. Oh yeah, I I do drink a lot, even though he really doesn't. He but he kind of leans forward. He goes. And my experience, the day you start choose to drink a lot, to forget is the day you've lost hope. Oh, yes, hope. That's a that's a pretty word right there. Uh, I guess hope. It's something that it escapes us at some point in our lives, doesn't it? Oh, here, here. I will drink to that. Slams just... back a little bit. Yeah. Captain seems to try and convince me to have some hope now, but uh, remains uh, to be seen. I'm not convinced. I mean, I guess there is. I mean, we got back the Griffin. We win a mutiny. We, we best Lagra. We are free. Isn't that something to be hopeful for? Nah, I'm just kidding. And I just <laughs> keep drinking. That's what I thought. Rockface has a long reach, make no mistake. I'm guessing she does. Do uh, you think, like, she knows? Like, maybe, maybe, how much will it take for Rockface to be aware of this? Are you, do you have an idea? We haven't let, By it, my let reckoning, anyone at this, know. At, she would have expected the Griffin at Port Crez days ago by my reckoning the fact that it hasn't shown up she'll she'll want to find an answer for that that's that's quite yeah well, that makes sense oh um that do you know rockface to be kind of a vengeful type of person uh he just like bursts out just in a loud raucous laughter slamming his fist on the table <clears throat> And he goes, were you on some other sh press gang on some other ship than what I was on? Hey, I mean, I I know, I know. maybe maybe there's like, maybe he he chose another side of, of her like when he's like before the crew, but then maybe in the inside he's like a really soft or maybe a really <laughs> nice person that doesn't no, 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 wants no, to no, kill no, everyone no, that takes no, no. a wrong side on her. No, no, Truco, you, you are a full. I am a fool, and I will drink for that. <laughs> like you. So, Dana. Benny for Truco for that. Sure, I'll give him a penny. Um, so, Dana, you wake up as well in the morning. I imagine out of everybody and um, on the crew, you and Russ in particular would know what day it is waking up. Yeah, yeah, I. I wake up and, you know, about 10 minutes before sunrise, as I normally do, and just to make sure, I uh, 
I grab my little journal from my nightstand and flip it open to the last entry, and yesterday's entry is the 19th of all the room, which means that today is absolutely the 20th. And uh, as I do every year, I write the same verse in my journal, and I rip the page out, and I hold and I kind of stir up the coals in the in the little fireplace and hold out the paper with the poem on it and let it smolder till it comes up to my fingers till it all burns away and uh well this year i know i've got some responsibilities so once that's burned i start getting dressed okay um what downtime activity was dana taking for the week dana actually picked centering okay that's right yeah <clears throat> and um so you head off about your day, and... Um, Unless Torlin's come to find me first. I don't know what your plan is there. Uh, unless it says otherwise, I have Torlin go look in on Russ. Okay, well, you're, wh yeah, what are you up to, Torlin? Torlin will go look in on Russ. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, um... Yeah, I'll, you know, once Dana gets dressed, you know, she'll go, she'll get some breakfast, She'll go to the docks to check on the uh, the final stages of the repairs and squibbing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. And when that's uh, sorry, and just to give you the timeline, when that's done, she'll return to the tavern as she has been with her paperwork, going over the ship's logs, the budget, plan, you know, just all the the logistics, admin, captain stuff, sitting in the tavern. Okay. Um, Torlin, you you head off. Um, Russ's room is right next to yours. You're heading out, and we're going to check in on everybody. Uh, so I'll just go over, and then three knocks on the door there. Uh, there is no answer. It's a little bit. I can't look in the peephole because I'm too short. Gosh darn it. <laughs> uh, I mean, wouldn't that mean you're more, have easier access to the peephole? Oh, well, the peephole at the top. There is no peephole. Um, you can give me a notice check. I hate human settlements. Uh, okay. I wonder if that scrape that uh, he got during the fight yesterday was a little bit more than he bargained for, seeing as he didn't come to the tower with us. That's a five. I'll keep it. Yeah, um, you kind of listen at the door. You hear... Um, <clears throat> um, you hear a little bit of moaning, kind of like in the sense of, of, of painful moaning. Russ! Russ, come to the door. Can't get in. What's wrong? Russ! Um, then you kind of like hear a loud thump as it sounds like a body falls to the ground. Uh, I hate breaking down doors. All right, I'm going to give it a go. I mean, you can check to see if it's locked first. I'll check to see if it's locked. I, I thought I tried that already. No, I didn't hear you say that. So, I, I, I mean, need to... I need to it's have unlocked. a Sibis know remind me about these things. Okay. <laughs> open it up. How many doors in D&D have been broken down just because somebody didn't check the lock? <laughs> um, uh, so you see Russ is kind of like, he's like falling out of bed. He's in his nightshirt and um, he's kind of covered in sweat. And uh, he, he looks, um, he does not look well. 
By the, by the sovereigns, you've been taken by the Bilgeron. You didn't have any of that, uh... Oh, gosh, you've had some of that, uh, tuberous ale, haven't you? <clears throat> uh, he, he's definitely kind of out... He's out cold at this point. The fall, the fall down seemed to have, uh... Well, potentially maybe knocked him unconscious, if not something else has. But it did look like he was trying to get up to get to the door. All right, well, I'll go over, I'll take his temperature, I'll uh, see what sort of symptoms I can identify, see if I can make out what to fix him. Uh, give me a healing check. That's an ace for a seven. Um, seven. So you make a healing check, and... Um, he definitely has some kind of uh, fever, and you do kind of notice, actually, uh, there is a scratch on his arm uh, from where the uh, one of the trolls scratched him during the fight. Uh, wasn't super, didn't seem super severe at the time, uh, but it does look infected at this point. You're not completely sure what is wrong with him at this point. Um, other than he definitely has a fever right now, and uh, he's he's struggling quite a bit. Uh, is there anything to be done, Ruskell? I'll uh, I'll give him a slap. Look around for a bucket of water to drench on him. Um, I mean, there's a pitcher of water down at the you know basin at the table. You won't be done in just by falling off your bed. They're a soldier, damn it. Uh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll try and wake him up. <clears throat> I mean, he splashes, he kind of like comes up a little bit. His eyes are like heavily dilated. He does not, uh, he's not real coherent. He's definitely seems to be in the throat of some sort of fever. All right. Well, uh, just kinda, he just kind of moans a little bit and, um, <clears throat> you know, cries out, Tomek. Tarmac? Talking about uh, where you land on a hippogriff? Speak sense. Fever dreams. I mean, he's, he's not very responsive at this point. Or not coherently responsive, I should say. All right. Uh, you you stay right there. Don't go anywhere. I'll go get Dana. She'll know what to do. All right. I'll go find Dana. Well, I mean, at this point, Colin Sandara, says that a lot. <laughs> Sandara has been uh, the good Oh, Sandara. Well, I'll, I'll, who's on the way? Who's, who's Who am I going to go by first? <clears throat> well, I mean... Doesn't really matter. Who, who are you going to go out? Who are you going to find? I'll look for Sandara. Okay. Um, you find her. She actually is just leaving her room as you get to that. Good morning, Torlin. Oh, Sandara. Sorry to bother you. I hope it's uh, it's not too early for you. Uh, Torlin kind of checks the sky. It's like, oh, I guess us dwarves kind of wake up later than the rest of you. Uh, good afternoon, maybe. <laughs> it's not quite that late. Torlin, but want to come down for some breakfast? Uh, in a minute, I've got something that you need to look at. I think old Ruskell's in a bit of a in a bit of a bother. Is he's a little bit sensitive, you know. Just okay. needs a as somebody who's a little bit more skilled in the medicinal arts than myself. Oh, is he hurt? Well, he fell off his bed, so I think he might be. He might have had a mortal injury. Said something about a tarmac. I'm not sure what it is. Um, so she comes. 
she goes she comes rushing with you uh back towards russ's room um, so you get there and she starts checking out um she starts looking into russ see what's going on with him you need assistance i can't get any of that bilge water thank god but uh i could get you some fresh sea water from the docks um we'll go ahead and make a healing check as another healing check as she looks into him to support Sindara. That's a four. I'll keep it. Now I'll, uh, I'll grasp my traveler symbol and, and hold Ruskull's hand in a clasp. Uh, just what's the word? Exhorting the traveler to, to guide over this poor soul as he deals with this mortal injury. Um, so she she kind of looks him over and stuff like that and goes, she looks at the wound and he goes, stubborn man, he didn't seem to tell any of us about this. He may have uh, taken on a bout of troll fever. I know a little bit about trolls, but not that much. I was a, a brelish. What, what's that mean? Trolls are just dirty, nasty creatures. You know, they're they're not known for their cleanliness. Um, wounds they inflict, particularly with their claws, can often be, uh, can get very infected. Oh, like an abscess when I got scratched by a ship's cat? I'd hate to see how big that abscess would get. She, she kind of looks at you a little bit. And she's like, uh, no, a little far worse than a ship's cat. This, uh, there does come a lot of risk with this. <clears throat> um, well, it's not contagious, you know, I, is it? <clears throat> not unless you get hit by a troll. Um, and then suddenly, like, Russ kind of, like, shouts out. He goes, fly! Fly to freedom! Fly! Get away! Get away! Uh, sounding like that parrot. Seems to be in the throes of some nightmarish fever. Um, yeah, I will I will do my best to tend to him, but since he didn't uh, address this right away, I have to do the best that I can to try and uh, tame it a bit and let it run its course. I'll do what you can. I'm not sure my my skills are much use here, but do you need anything? Uh, some Any fresh herbs? water, some compresses would would be excellent. Well, right. Well, I'll be sure to get to the get those to you right away. And uh, how long do you think that the healing process might take? I'm not sure. A couple days. Is, will he be mobile? Will does he need to stay in one spot to aid in recovery? I mean, he will want to rest. We can, uh, if the ship's about ready soon, he, he can sail, but he won't be tending to any duties on the ship, I can assure you that. Well, I'll look around for a doctor and just to keep our option options open. I'm sure that uh, Rickety has one lying around here. And, um... Probably not one as skilled as you know. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, so Dana, you visiting the ship um, since you were checking in on the Majestic Griffin. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you see Rickety hauling out, you know, some orders from stuff. It's the the ship has definitely come a long way. Um, it looks much different from where it was. Tell the work's not quite completed, uh, but it is um, does appear to be closing in being complete it's looking good rickety how's she doing uh quite well she'll be uh 
she should be ready to go uh, on the around lunchtime tomorrow. Good, good. We'll be ready to sail. Uh, appreciate. I know this is your business, but I appreciate you helping us out all the same. You're quite welcome. I know you oh. uh, haven't necessarily spoken of anything, but uh, no, the ship is a bit shy on defense. Do you have plans on how to address that? A bit shy on the what? Defense. Defense. Can't say that uh, that defending a ship is my specialty in my, my dragon mark dances a little as I chuckle. But uh, what would you recommend? <clears throat> well, I certainly didn't do a... Uh, catch you those deals on the funds only to have you spend them again. However, we can provide you with some ballistas. Yeah, we, we'd only taken half a dozen before, right? Certainly would be good to have some more in a ship this size. Uh, you, the ship only came with two ballistas. Oh, no, but um, when we originally took the tour, yeah, I asked him to put in. Oh, I thought during that conversation you asked to, to create portholes for them, but not... Part of the deal was not adding ballistics. Uh, you, you might be right about that. Yeah, let's let's go with that. All right, Rickety, what'll... Which it, thus is why I'm bringing this up. <laughs> right, right, right. Sure. All right, Rickety, well, what'll those, uh, well, those funds get me in terms of defenses? <clears throat> um, what you'd already planned to spend, I could give you, provide you with three more ballistas. They run about make 500 apiece. How much apiece? They run about 500 apiece. 500 apiece. Do we, do we have, how much gold do we have? Let me pull open the, the party loot here. According to the party loot, we, we can only afford one ballista. Um, well, that hasn't been updated with what uh, the funds he took off. Okay, so, so what the DM is for, telling me is that we can afford three. You can afford three with what you had already planned to spend. So including the three, the price didn't change then effectively. For what right. you already paid for it would stay paid. If you wanted to add more than that, um, then that would probably involve uh, trading or selling some of those magic items as well. Three will be good for now. I'd, ideally, I'd prefer to have an even number on each side, but we still uh, we still need some liquid cash in our pockets. I had to go into Cliff's grave, so. Well, we can- Three will uh, do nicely. I could I could move one of the ones that's up on the deck on the forecastle, move it down so at least you have two aside. I appreciate that. Not much point in having a broadside if you don't have a if you don't have anything there. Precisely. All right, Rickety, you need anything else for me before tomorrow? I do not. Good, well I'll be in I'll be in the tavern doing my doing the logs if anyone needs me before then. So going to the tavern, you find uh, Truco and Fishguts enjoying the cups together. Good morning, gentlemen. I, I give them both a uh, a little bit of a sternly disappointed look. Mostly, mostly to Truco. Truco looks with a grin, but with a kind of like his size, his eyes are already like a bit like half half open. Oh, hey! Captain, the captain, captain of the mighty griffin. No, the mighty griffin, I don't know what we're gonna call this thing, but yeah, good. Question outside this, what time of the day is it? Is it already like- What time of day do you want it to be? 
Oh no, I don't know what the situations, uh, the chronological sense. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing Tuko will stay there like up the morning or something like that, and then go go with Owlbear. So, and maybe after working with Owlbear, he will go back to the tavern. So oh, that's, maybe if that's the that's the case. I kind of thought you were gonna spend your day drinking there. Um, they're drinking. So actually, by the time Dana gets in, uh, you would be out working with Owlbear. Okay. Oh, I mean, yeah, maybe we maybe had this exchange maybe just before heading out to Oliver. Oh, so sorry, like Captain. Late. I have to have to go now. I uh, remember so it's I like have a late theme. morning. Late maybe morning. Late. Yeah. Yeah, something like sure. that. Yeah. Truco, it's it's five bells. How much have you had to drink? Uh just just a couple of drinks. Not not that much. Just 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 a little bit. A little bit. I, I, I have to go now. It just, yeah, I, I'm I... just in excellent shape. I need to prepare myself for the last and biggest of the events uh, with Alber and the fighting thing. You remember, like the thing? Like, yes, yes, okay, I remember. Yeah, yeah, that thing. I'm, I'm going be to so, do that thing. Be sober in the morning, okay? If tonight you you do what you want tonight, my friend, but tomorrow be sober. Oh, uh, I sure I will. Sure, you, I will, I promise to you that I will be. I will be. I, I know it's it's okay, Truco. Like I said, today tonight you you do whatever you want. Okay. And I look at him. You know, they kind of that serious, knowing like you know what day it is, man. True. Yeah, Truco's gonna kind of like like not acknowledging that, and like just like kind of like it's the same. It's the same way. It's like the same thing. Kind of like not acknowledging uh, and saying like, okay, go. Right. You all right, fish guts? You uh, you above level? Absolutely. Holds up his cup and just takes another swig. What well, was uh? Never mind. Never mind. We're we're sailing at noon tomorrow. You still coming with us? Yes, Captain. Good man. I'll see you in the morning. Well, I mean, I'll I'll be in the corner there if anyone needs me. But otherwise, I'll see you in the morning. Yay. I take up my uh, my kind of spot that I've been having for the past weeks and as we've been here, doing my books, waiting for anyone else who wants to who needs to speak with the captain, and that's where I'm that's where I'm spending my day. <clears throat> um, is there anything in particular any of you three would like to call out about what's going on with you uh, with the day of morning, or do you want to do an interlude around that? Well, Torlin. Uh has been going about finding the aforementioned doctor that Rickety might have in the settlement uh, of sorts. Be looking for that, and also the requisite uh, items that Sandara mentioned she might need for tending to Ruskell. And then after all of those necessities are taken care of, he'd be looking for Truco and Dana. Sure. Paint the scene. What do you want to have happen? So... Uh, Truco, are you at Albert working with Albert at this point, or are you in Tavar still? Uh, that would be the case. Yes, working with Albert, or maybe later in the day, it will be. I will, Truco will be back in the. Oh, what exactly the is the nature of your work? Uh, S- still producing coinage. Um, yes, uh, in various ways. I mean, the same way as every day prior, but just um, preparing the uh the 
place outside the tavern, kind of in a small section there. Uh, a, a lot of like the uh, places to sit and to watch the fight uh, or the staged fight that we are doing with Owlbear. Um, that usually gets Trugo with a couple of bruises here and there, given that Albert doesn't take good indications. Um, yeah, the Dorlin comes up to the outskirts of the, the small crowd that's gathered, and he's observing uh, the scene. And I suppose he takes notes of takes note of you. Would you say you've drinking enough that your performance has been affected? Uh, certainly, certainly. Uh, he's uh, kind of almost falling at points, kind of like, like kind of in, uh, almost like some form of martial artist that uses alcohol as a technique, but not quite, uh, and failing at the end. Uh, most of the every attempt of uh, hitting or attempting to hit uh, Albert and probably falling into the ground. Uh, kind of like half asleep at one point uh, and, and just losing the fight uh, like un unintentionally maybe well Torlins he's quite smart I think he'll pick up on it so after the performance is done uh, Torlins will approach you and, and uh, pick you up off the ground there Truco you 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 aren't supposed you're, you're not supposed to help me yeah i need to um yeah yes yes my friend uh, sorry it looked like you were gonna have trouble getting up after that one you sure you didn't step into that blow on intentionally it sure kind of looked like it oh i mean if it looked like it then that's a good that's a good assumption there right for for i mean we are intentionally fighting so it, it makes sense if we are intentionally, uh, not 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 intentionally, unintentionally getting hit, right? Well, d yes, but I'm not supposed to be able to realize that. Oh, yeah. Oh, true. You're gonna yes. give away the illusion. Right, right. Yeah, we don't want to get the illusion out. We want uh, for it to appear real, right? There's like no illusion. Is this the last one for the day? I think you're yeah earning enough coin. I, I think it's it our what is it? Is it our is. last day here? The ship's almost done now. Yeah, it seems like with repairs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I will. Tuga will like shout out the congratulations to Albert, the mighty Albert, for winning this battle. Oh, let's get on with it and and just take say to our you know you, you remember what to do, big boy. Over. Yeah, over. Yeah, just Arr. just go go with the with the box right there and just pass through people if they want to like give us any any shiny things. And just telling our over that. And so while while he takes care of the uh, the all of that stuff, why don't we go and, and have a seat and, and chat a little bit? I'm I know you Sirens can sometimes have a. It's an important day, isn't it? In important day, you say? What today? What, what day is it? Well, I have to admit, I was—I'm uh, not so good at keeping track of these these days myself. But uh, this is—it's the day of mourning, my friend. 
Oh, right. The day of morning. Yeah, that's the morning. Right, right. The morning. Yes. That day. The thing that... Um, the big Should light. I not have mentioned it? The bloosh. Like the, the big bloosh. Right? It's like a big... Like the, the big bloosh around all of... All of the lands. All the land. The one land, right? Yeah, it's, that it's one. That, it's that day. Yeah, true. Yeah, it is that day. Funny that you mention it. It's... Quite an interesting day. Um, don't you don't you find the do you do anything? To, aren't you Siren? Sorry, I just I think I never asked you this. Where are you from? I, you, you probably mentioned it a couple of times, but I'm just forgetting right now. Well, I hope that you don't hold any grudges against uh, the relish. Oh That's... no. Oh right, yeah. I remember you talking about shit about trains, so it would make sense. I'm uh, from a small town in the southern parts of Thrain. Well, it used to be Breland, but now it's Thrain, called Thalen Thalenthorpe. Mm. Is that place still there? I couldn't say. I haven't been since uh, about eighty years ago. Last I left it, it was pretty much raised to the dust. But it was an it was an important little small village, you know. It was a uh, the land that it was on was important. So I imagine there's new buildings and new peasants that are farming there and fishing there. So it's growing, it's renewing itself. You will say so. No. I mean, I suppose I could find out if I really wanted to, but it's uh, it's a tough topic, you know. Oh, I didn't know that. Sorry. I want to mention it. Um, I mean, you mentioned the morning, so... Yeah, I no, no, no. I somehow. Of, of course, it, you got me there, my friend. Um, look, with these kinds of things, uh, I would understand if if you don't really want to talk about it, but, uh, you know, if you, if you need somebody to listen to, maybe that's a more... It's a healthier way of dealing with things than getting all there to pulverize you and while you're drinking uh, I mean the hits on the head sometimes help in this situation maybe I want to uh, but uh, I, I guess we can talk yeah sure uh, I I certainly isn't what you, I mean what what do we talk about like like how uh, like just barely getting out alive and and just seeing the place where you, where your whole life just poof. Even though you don't have any regards for the place, you know, but it's still like you seeing it like your city. Your yeah. I mean, if you, if you don't, yeah. If, even if you don't like it, like just like seeing it, not be there anymore. It's, it's a bit of a weird sensation. Uh, it's, it's somewhat. It, it's a bit weird. Just just a bit. Not, not, not maybe that weird, but it's a bit weird. Um, but yeah, we can go to top, to the tavern and maybe talk to Dana. I mean, I don't know. Um, and, yeah, um, I suppose I was. Or, I was thinking that, I don't know. Maybe, maybe then, rather than focusing on the city, you know, there's. I have people that I lost that day, or I, I presume that I lost them. Um, you know, maybe, maybe there's, we can commemorate, we can remember those folks. Oh yeah. Keep them alive I mean, and uh, by talking about them. 
Yeah. Uh, it's yeah when i refer it's, it's a bit weird thing it's a weird thing for me uh, when i refer to the city i kind of mean the people in there because i don't it, it's hard for me to de-associate the two uh, it's like the people were from the city i don't know i, I didn't know much else at the time so it's like uh, if i if, sounds quite similar to those folks that uh, come from sharn you know they they speak in the same way Oh, yeah, they love that city. It's so, like, yeah, they have, like, a, an unhealthy relationship with that city, I would say. They, it's, it's, it's uh, too many people and too many things, too, too many, too, too many layers. I mean, Mentor was kind of like that, but maybe not, not that much. Yeah. Um, so you two head over to the tavern to, uh, yeah, let's go find Dana. We'll 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 bring her in, and I'll listen to you. I, I, you've told some pretty incredible stories about some of your from your friends from Metro, so I'd like to listen to one, and perhaps there's something I could offer you afterwards. Something I've been meaning to to see if is possible. Okay, okay, that's um, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious. But yeah, let's go to the tower and see. And let's chat. Let's let's tell stories. Yeah, it's something that you really like, right? Just tell stories. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll go like over that. and we'll find uh, Dana there, sitting in her corner with her lantern and uh, mm-hmm. over papers. Has, has anyone here. told me that Russ is sick? Well, that's also something I was going to bring up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, it's not on I my mind right at some now. Point, at some point, Sendara would have seen you in the tavern. She'd let you know that uh, Russ's stubbornness and pride had got a hold of him, and he did not let anybody know that he was kind of hurt and uh, managed to contract about a troll fever. Dana, have you heard the news? Russ goes down for the count. Yeah, that's, so where, when... that's why he wasn't uh, with us in the afternoon yesterday. Yeah, so whenever I'd have been told that Russ was in a bad way, I'd have left the that little corner and, and gone up to to sit with him. Oh, so you're not so. <clears throat> so when does it, when is everybody found together in the tavern? Let's just <laughs> go there, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so you you spend some time sitting with Russ. Yeah. Uh, Sendara relieves you at some point as it gets close yeah. to dinner time. Yeah. 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 And um, so uh, I guess then around dinner time. You're all found into the tavern. Yeah. Do we still have uh, the boars that we kill? Oh yeah, that, that's or... the meal for tonight. Um, okay, great. And I would say, uh, Dana, you do find after sitting with Russ for a couple hours, he definitely seems to be in uh, having some feverish nightmares about. Uh, um, I think he shared enough in moments with all of you about what his experience was like on the day of morning that um, he seems to be having flashbacks about fleeing the morning and getting captured by Carnes, um, thrown into a prisoner of war camp. Um, and he's definitely in states of delirious uh, reliving that, shouting at various times, various pieces of the episodes, not, in, not necessarily even in any coherent order. <clears throat> right. But uh, Sindara has assured you that, you know, she's taken as good a care of him as she can. Um, 
she wishes that he told him about this earlier. She's got to kind of let it run its course, but she doesn't believe he's at risk for anything. So, yeah, so then uh, Torlin and Truco will, will find me back down in the tavern, not not eating yet, just just sitting. I know the people are there in the tavern as well. Crimson Cog and Rosie and Conic Bar. Fish Guts has been drinking throughout most of the day. Um, Aretta is there. Mm-hmm. As well as some other people here at Rickety's. Hello, Torlin. How was your day? Hey, now, have you, have you heard the news? What news? About old uh, Ruskell. Oh, oh yes. Um, Sundara came and found me. Um, I went up and sat with him for a bit. Um, I was looking for y'all all, all over. I never came across paths, though. Where have you been? Someone could have, <laughs> you could ask someone where I was. Well, man, the bartender knew. You're as stubborn as Russ is in your own way. Anyways, we're here now. Is it is Russ is okay? It's all good then? Or is he's got he's got some troll fever, true go. Oh. He's he's not well. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Miss Quinn thinks he'll pull through, so we gotta think that too. Okay. Good to know. But I mean it's a bad news, but and good news afterwards, which is which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we were thinking about uh, getting together with you to share some stories about those that were lost, and I don't know, try and deal with the day in a healthy manner of of sorts. I see. So. Right, Truco and Torlin just punches the end the bruised arm there. <laughs> oh, oh, I know that's the same place. Over hit me. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes. 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 Indeed, Torlin. We were speaking about telling stories um, about about yeah about our our I would guess our land or our uh, the previous place of uh, home. Right. You know, it uh, it occurs to me now that well, when I left Ruskell, he was going on about all sorts of things in his dreams and I couldn't really make too much sense of it but maybe if we go and uh, I mean he's unconscious but he might hear us and it might uh, help him to hear our voices and I might actually I might be able to do a melody or something to bolster his spirit there that, that sounds like a good idea Torlin let's go let's go share our stories all four of us together hey I uh yeah he was having, uh, in his fever, he started rambling about, uh, at least talked about it just the once when uh, when he was over Metrol when the mists came. And uh, yeah, I, so as, you know, as we're kind of all in there all gathered, start talking about how, uh, you know, my, my experience was real different from that. Torlin, you know, you know the score, but Truco, I wasn't in Seer in 994 at all. I am. Um, I, I left about 10 months earlier uh, after Moz was killed. And uh, I turned tail, I deserted, I ran, I abandoned my friends and didn't know when I was going to go back. And then all of a sudden I never was. Um, it's, it's a shame I'll carry for my life. But, I'm trying to make it right with with you two and with uh, 
with whatever's in store for what we do here in the in the principalities with our ship and our crew and um yeah i was young and foolish and thought that i was uh i had the luxury of running away and not looking back until i was ready for later and then uh later never came did you had any family in Sierra at the time or my my parents were both uh were both passed by then as were my grandparents um they didn't live to see the morning um Mazzello's family they were uh his parents were in metro i don't know if they made it they were you know they were noble they were wealthy i i don't know what happened to them i've i've never asked we didn't we, we didn't get along too great they uh they were never too impressed by by his choice of uh of a wife but i hope they made it but i've i've never had the courage to find out how about you you got anyone back there who was uh, I mean, I've, I mean, in your case, you, I guess you had, I mean, you didn't forget people, but you have a lot of time uh, between knowing where they were and when the morning happened, right? Well, I, I, I had a lot of friends back in Seer and uh, when I was in House Denneth and, um, I, I don't know what happened to them either, because, like I said, I uh, I abandoned them and thought I could come back later. Uh, well, who knows? <laughs> um, maybe there's some some hope there. Uh, but yeah, in my case, uh, I mean, I left uh, Metro. It's quite, it's quite funny. I mean, I was kind of like close to 48, maybe 72, maybe 72 hours short of... Mm -hmm not being here with you guys so yeah i after after the incident on uh, my with my crash rack team at metro and i had to escape and try to sneak into a boat with the help of a friend um a shift uh, a changeling friend of mine um i just got caught up uh seen what was happening inside and got uh, got caught by the crew of the ship uh, just after seeing what was happening at the distance uh, on the whole land so I and I that's been <laughs> four years ago so it's, it's I don't I haven't really wanted to know yeah I, I i'm guessing everyone is gone i that's that's my best guess so there was I, a, a woman that you talked about once too didn't you what uh lance you mean lancia lancia yeah, that's right lancia. yeah i mean uh yeah it's you think she's out there i i hope so i i, I know that some of my friends at uh my previous friends in the in the team um got to be on on, on new sire um at least I, rem I i got some news from them at one point um but well, they did well maybe uh, maybe dana and i uh happened across them what were their names uh yeah 
I mean, maybe, maybe there's some there's some friends. There's one that I know that he got away because he was he left left the the team prior. Uh, his name is let me my page is charging here. Uh, Crater, Crater is uh, one of the guys that got to. Uh, it sounds hey, got like to a warforged sort of, name. Uh, no, he's a shifter. He's a shifter. Yeah. Great. Um, and uh, a fellow shifter. Quite, quite a strong one. Really, really uh, small words, but um, when you get to know him, he's, he's a quite a nice guy. Um, you said he was at New Seer for a while? He went uh, went away from Metro. Uh, I knew that he went to New Seer at some point, but then I don't know. Uh, I lost track of him. Shifter name um, Traitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I'm sorry, Truco. Doesn't ring a bell. But I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what, my friend. I'm gonna make you a. Let's make a deal. You, sure. if, if I write a couple of letters to see if uh, some of those folks I left behind are still out there, you do the same. We'll do it together. We'll see what we can come up with, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I might be able to do you one better than that. I was gonna take a little walk into the forest today. Any other other direction of where we found those trolls, of course. And, uh... Well, I was gonna see if I could, uh... commune with some of the spirits out there. And... have some questions answered. And it's possible. Not, I'm not sure, but, uh... It's possible that the traveler might be able to to help me answer some of those questions that the two of you have about Lancia, maybe your Mazzello's parents. That's that would be an interesting insight I'll, into things or I'll outside. Think about it, I'll, I'll go up there with you and Truco, but I'm not making any promises. I mean, there must have been. Uh, some nice, nice things that Mazella's parents did for you. I mean, were they? They were there for the wedding, weren't they? On Bright Blade. They were. They were in Seaside. I remember. They seemed happy then. Well, they were. They were always good at putting on airs. But I'm, it. They. They weren't bad people. They just. They just loved him as much as I did in their own way, and they wanted the best for him. Anyways. So it we'll sounds see. like... Oh, sorry. Uh, so also, gonna... Torlin's gonna do a, a, a serenade there for for Ruskell, uh, and he's gonna do a little bolstering of Ruskell's spirit by singing a little siren lullaby that he learned in the prison camp. Okay, we will, however, I will say that's thematic since Serenoid, Serenade lasts an order of seconds and he's going to be sick in order, in order of days. Sure. So it, uh, as the power is, it wouldn't actually last long enough to really help him with his illness. Um, but love it as a thematic idea. Once you've serenaded Ruskell, I, uh, I get up and say, Yeah. Come on, I'll buy you guys a drink down in the common room and uh, head down there, get around, uh, put a glass in front of each of you, take one for myself. 
and stand up with it and say, even if, even if some people are still there, we still all lost a lot that day. Um, this one was making the rounds of, of high walls. Uh, when I was there, the woman I heard it, I heard it from first said that apparently this was something that the Syrian soldiers who were deployed out of country used to uh, used to like hearing at the at the taverns as kind of a sappy sentimental thing. wasn't very popular during the war, she said, but it took on a whole new meaning after. And uh, and I raise my glass and I give. A toast. I'll join the band in Siri once again. We'll play Tago and sway till evening's end. And when the band hits the chorus, the whole world's dancing for us. I'll join the band in Siri once again. I'll smell the pines in Siri once again. The trees will bow and frock in the whistling wind. And if a gale blows them over, we'll build our homes from lumber. I'll smell the pines in Siri once again. I'll hold your hand in Siri once again. The knives are out and the gods laugh at our plans. And if the host brings stormy weather, then God's brought us together. I'll hold your hand in Siri once again. The blood is drawn, the night has flown. I'm home. They say the bar's about to close, but I'm home. And as we play a last take-go, I'm home. For so, you see, I cannot go. For I'm already home in this last take-go. I'll join the band in Siri once again. We'll play take-go and sway till evening's end. And when the band hits the chorus, the whole world's dancing for us. I'll join the band in Siri once again. And I slam back my drink, flip the cup upside down, place in the middle of the table with five coins and say last round's on me too that was, that was, that was beautiful Dana your singing voice is really that matured was, hasn't it that was so great no, I, <laughs> when have I you have been to, practicing I have to say that out of character here that was that was really nice 
it's, I, I can't take nice. credit for it. It was written by uh, Cassandra Gahin, my uh, a friend of mine from the band Fool's Gold. Check her out yeah. on Spotify. That's that, yeah. that's that's a lovely. You song. haven't been practicing. There's no soundproofing on the Griffin. I haven't been hearing <laughs> that at all. Well, I learned a thing or two from very you impressive. I learned a thing or two in our travels. I I didn't ignore everything you taught me. Druko Druko starts weeping and just like falls in the table. <laughs> oh no, he's Druko's weeping. Yeah, no, he's he's like um, sobbing. Yeah, I'm just I just take him in my arms and and lean my head down on him and just say, just let it out. And on that note, we will take our break for the evening. Um Incidentally, I gave uh, everybody a Benny for, for all the role playings, and I gave Dana an extra Benny for the song. Well, they serve. So, uh, yeah, we will uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. Awesome. Awesome. And welcome back. Um, with somewhat a still teary-eyed, sobby Truco, uh, grabbed up by Dana, I guess... Uh, Torlin takes, uh, where are you taking them, Torlin? <laughs> so, well, Torlin, in some of his exploration of this little uh, hamlet, village, whatever size of town it is, uh, Torlin has happened across uh, a small little graveyard that that he's found that uh, they buried their dead in. And as a matter of fact, he's heard some rumors that in certain certain evenings and certain nights that this place can be a little haunted some of the children have been speaking about seeing strange shadows in the moonlight and whispers from amongst the gravestones uh and it's it's kind of off the beaten track it's uh, above this little uh, grassy knoll that peeks out of the forest on a, a little lorette and that's where the graveyard is uh, in the opposite direction from where the trolls attacked us, so that's where he's taking everybody. Okay, it's it's a uh, it's actually a, a graveyard from the time that this was uh, a noble villa before Rickety was here, because uh, you have uh, learned chatting through people out of town. Of course, being sailors mostly, most of the folks that Rickety's being sea folks are buried at sea. Um, so this is a graveyard that predates rickety squibs. Right. And so uh, Torlan takes you all up there and he says, I'm not sure how this is going to work, but uh, exactly how this is going to go. But I aim to commune with some of the spirits that are amongst this graveyard. If there are indeed any, we shall soon find out and perhaps we'll be able to ask them questions about others that have passed on. Uh, it's a bit of a long shot, but we shall see. Uh, you all know how you know have been. You went to Sunday school, did you, Dana? Druko? Learn anything about the sovereigns? Sewell day, I think that's the... <laughs> Sewell day. No, wait. Sar. Oh, no, yeah. Sewell would be Sorrow would be Saturday. Yeah, sorrow would be Saturday. Soul would be Sunday. Well, when I was small, I mean, we, most folks in the village honored Baldre and Arwai, but Torlin, you know, I've never been one for much of that. Well, 
Well, he always chastised me anytime I try and teach you these things, so, you know. Uh, why don't you sit down and listen, and I'll, I'll give you a bit of a, an understanding. So, uh, the dwarves, the, the sovereigns actually come from the dwarven culture. We're the ones who established the faith, and once all those Lazarites came, and uh, the ancient kings of Galifar came, it was actually from us that they adapted the sovereign faith. And so, when a person dies, they pass into the realm of the dead called Delur, and it's through that plane that they actually pass on to join the sovereigns. So, my hope is that if I can make contact with these spearmits using uh, the power of the Traveler, then perhaps they may know of, of others that have passed on. Uh, perhaps they may not, but if they do, then we'll know for sure whether or not uh, those that we ask about are dead. Uh, I've always heard that when when folks uh, fade from Dolor, Dolor, they're just gone. I mean, I know the I know the flamists believe they go back to, they go back to the flame, but not the case. Right. They join the sovereigns afterwards. There's no permanent end to anything. That's just a nihilist view. Aren't aren't you? Sorry, that I, I forgot. Um, aren't you more acquainted with the other side of the uh, goddess spectrum, god godship spectrum? I don't know. I, I remember hearing you about the traveler and all this, this stuff. Isn't he? Uh, how do you mean? Isn't the traveler from the Dark Six? Well, yes, indeed he is, uh, and it's his his power that I aim to channel through. Oh. We'll see if if he favors me this this night. All right. So that's interesting. If, if I'm Definitely. getting this straight, Uncle, you want to call on the traveler and channel his power to get the favor of the sovereigns to see if Maz's parents are dead. I mean, it's quite chaotic if you think about it. <laughs> exactly right. I'm learning. You see. Uh, and while Torlin is explaining this, he's going about and setting up this little ritual, and he's uh, uh, gathered maybe some some plants nearby that have grown amongst the the gravestones and some of the fungus, and he's kind of forming a little ritual circle with them that he's sitting in some toadstools, etc. And uh, so he sits there, and yes. Now, before we continue. Um... Are you flavoring this as something that, you know, Torlin's learning about this as well, so he's not fully sure the full extent of what he can and can't do? Um, well, Michael's not sure the full extent of what he can and can't do, so it's a learning experience both in character and out character. But that's described exactly what I want to do is is uh, use my, my power, the gifts of the Traveler. Okay. Uh, and we'll see if it works or not. Cool. Well, uh, so we will definitely try and make this... Uh, depending on what you ask and all that kind of stuff, we will uh, we will make this learning experience to kind of help direct things more in the future. Yeah. Um, Unless, of course, you're second. like right on track and you learn. Oh, this works. This this works this way because it worked this way. So we'll see how it goes. So, Truco, would you like to to join me here in the circle of, of toadstools that we've put together? Um, sit across the line 
Sure. Tell me what to do. Uh, just repeat after me. We'll, we'll say the traveler's prayer. Right. Oh, nameless one, we entreat you to watch over our travels. We receive the sorrow that you have brought upon us with an open heart and seek your aid in understanding the change that you wish us to bring to the world. And please guide us on this evening. Uh, and he'll take off his uh, necklace of the Traveler that he's had Tamroth uh, Scrimshaw make for him and, and clasp it with Truco uh, across the line of the toadstools and uh, think deep thoughts about bringing spirits uh, to speak with us. So you say spirits in general, or was there anything in particular you were trying to focus on? Well, the spirits of death, given that we're in, in a graveyard. Okay, sure. Give me, uh, give me your roll. You can add plus two to it. Instantly, I gave both Dana and uh, Torlin nice bennies for a nice touch of Eberron lore between, uh, you know, what happens to souls when they go to Dolora. Uh, that is a five. Let me see if there's anything two? that happens. Like, can I, can I wait, with a plus uh, aren't two. I supporting, technically? I have a trick modifier of minus oh. two right now. Oh, okay, that's why. Well, hold on, because that's, uh, your new powers weren't set up quite properly. Uh, can I roll something to support this case? Um, I would say that you're very much an amateur in this, so if it would, it might be an a, untrained. Uh, I'm, I'm know, aware. An untrained for sure. I'll let you. I'll let you make an untrained roll there, Torlin or Truco. Okay, straight roll. Or say untrained, but yeah, very interesting. Roll. Okay, and then you redo. Look at that. From. You were, Not you were saying... Truco uh, really believes gonna... in Torlin's little ritual here. Dana's yeah. definitely not supporting. She's she's very kindly trying to humor Torlin. She's very skeptical. Truco is so quite yeah, fascinating Torlin, by, by the whole thing. Uh, Torlin, re-roll because it rolled an untrained roll for you rather than rolling your performance. And you get plus three because you get a plus one from Truco. Okay. And uh, since it's learning experience, I will let you know, you are getting a plus two because uh, cemeteries are generally considered kind of sacred ground to spirits. Okay, makes sense. All right, so that's an eight. I don't believe, oh, a raise. Uh, success means the entity answers the character's questions to the best of its ability. Important part there. A raise means a spirit is more helpful, knowledgeable, or direct than usual. And this is the gifts of the traveler that I am casting. Yep. Okay, so uh, that comes and um, <clears throat> um, we will say uh, okay, you um, trying to determine if you're going to see something or just hear something. Uh, we'll just go. Suddenly, you kind of hear out loud, Torlin, around you. You hear, "Who disturbs my slumber?" Yeah, it's worked, Truco. Who is hearing this again? Uh, just Torlin, I'm guessing, or everyone else? Um, I, we'll we'll say since he has included you all in his ritual space and everything like that, all all three of you can hear this. Okay. Who said uh, that? Six. 
We are but humble travelers aiming to to seek knowledge in the world. What it is what is it you want to know? If it is possible for you to answer this question, does Harsham the Unlucky yet live? Uh, so you got a raise. <clears throat> um, no one has passed through these gates by that name that I know of. Well, that makes sense. This was our this was our test, Truco. Harsham, I've heard of his presence over there in Regal Port. He should be alive unless something's befallen him in the last month or so. You ask the next one. Ask can, about... Can I ask? Xenathea or Lanzia. Oh, yeah. I mean, Perhaps. Mm, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I would say... I mean, yeah, the, the question that I have the most is... Wow, that I never had this opportunity. Let me let me think of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yes. Uh, is is Lancia alive? Did, did she survive the morning? You get no like, response. Uh, no response. Okay. Orlin, can I can I ask it? Well, hold on. Uh, do you not know the answer? Is there something that? Uh, the answer to what question? That my compatriot does, here has does, inquired. Doesn't seem responding to be responding to me. You, you are the one. Me, I speak to you. Ah, okay. I hope I haven't used up another question. Uh, okay, I'll ask. I'll I'll ask on your behalf, Truco, and uh, I'll do so. This this Lanzia, that my friend here knows. Does she yet live? Who's this, uh, Lanzia again? Truco? Uh, no, yeah, it's uh, kind of like uh, a girl at uh, a, a fellow shifter that Truco fall in love with in, in Metro. Um, it's uh, I, I can I can send you a message to tell you because I guess I I kind of know the answer, but Truco doesn't know. Uh, so it's because she's not striking any bells. Uh, what are you offering? I can answer the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, in response to that, Torlin, uh, the spirit goes, That is a answer I do not possess. All right. I'm sorry, Truco. Yeah. Doesn't seem to know. Perhaps, perhaps a death has to happen within, I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm, the spirit, is there, uh, shall I call to you something? Uh, ask your question. Orlin, wait. Ask, ask it if Valador and Eddie survived the war. Good spirit. How is it that you know whether or not a individual has passed on? Um, <clears throat> give me a moment. I'm trying to figure out how I want. I was not expecting this, so I'm trying to figure out how to <laughs> how I want to answer these questions. Um, Ask in the DM for things about your backstory. That's the way you can make 
make things difficult. And also for the DM's benefit in the future, if you're asking about people, remind me who the people are. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm a keeper of the vault of memories. I see many spirits come and go through Dolorah. Uh, in Torlin's religious training, is this of anything of significance to him? Uh, give me a... That uh, he would know about? Give me a religion check. Religion! Oh no, I, I've got lore, but no religion. Okay, I'm trained. Um, well, I actually, time I actually this is well, uh, you can either make an orig- religion check or an arcana check, because this is, um, this is, I have switched to arcana, generally concerns uh, cosmology and the planes and stuff like that. So either of those would work. It'll be a four, untrained. Four, nice! Um, Got to raise on that D4. Um, so you're training. Um, there's just like little kind of itches that you, you have read about the Vault of Memories and uh, Delora, that there is, um, it's reputed to be some sort of tower that um, memories that are kept in Dolora and don't fade away. That there is a, in theory, a queen that resides there. This is more than I ever expected. Uh, Dana, the name again? Are you sure? Do you want to take part in this? I understand if no, no, you were hesitant. Please ask Volador Netti. And for the DM's benefit, Volador Netti is Dana's best friend who she met and served with in the war. Who tried to stop her from leaving Seer the night she left. She is one of the people on my list to be looking for. Roland, what are you waiting for? Ask it. Volador Alinetti, who is deeply connected to this one I hold dear. Do you know anything about this individual? <clears throat> I have been tied to this place for so long, I do not know who you are, nor does it matter to me. There has been no... What's her name again? Valerie? Valadorinetti. There has been no... I have... No Valdornetti has crossed the gate that I know of. The host. Oh no. Torlin, what have I done? What have I done? Oh, Sovereigns and Six. What, what have you done? That's good news. This, this being is... Uh, if this person was dead, then... He might have some knowledge of it. It might have some knowledge of your friend. More than what it already said? I haven't quite asked this, but I'm going to give you this to help with learning there, Torlan. Um, <clears throat> the longer spirits remain in Dolora, the less they know, the less they remember. There are rare exceptions, such as myself. And those caught in the morning never came here. They... This, this is useless, Torlan. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, you tried. You tried. Um, thank you. And I, Dana, Dana just starts breaking down and walking back to town. I'm, leave, I'm ditching you guys. If I quite understand her, what understand her? I mean, I, if I didn't got any information about. The person I was asking for, I mean, to know. We have to hold out hope. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, holding up hope, but also, either way, knowing they are alive or dead, if they are alive, just 
knowing that we didn't reach out for them that's that's quite the also quite quite information to take in at least from my perspective maybe maybe Danis this is a lot to uh, it's a lot to take in if you can feel the connection starting to fade away Torlin Torlin will let it uh if can, there was can you ask him like if i roll the dice like the next time i roll the dice can he can he know like the result of the dice so i can kind of gamble on it it's a, can you ask him that i am sorry that, Truco, i will works? not ask that question oh man yeah, really things, things are not meant to be stuff. taken lightly right. your spirit are my One dice time. cursed by delure <laughs> yeah I give all of you a penny for that little deal. Dana's reaction. Truco's asking. This little... It would have been good for us to know, to have a definitive answer to Dana's predicament with her friend. If there was death, then that sorrow, we would have been able to deal with it. But with doubt, things become much more unresolved. It's, it's the caster resolve that makes the spell work? Uh, this is the first time I've ever successfully been able to do this. I, I've tried it before, but so, I think the, the land, the areas, I was not connected enough, uh, or there wasn't spirits to be had around. Uh, but you are more capable or, of doing this. Or thing. maybe it's this pendant that I've had uh, made. I'm not sure. Oh. But you feel more capable, right? You gain more. I I feel more capable. Oh, I but you know. This is very this is interesting. This is I don't know if anybody has ever had gained this sort of knowledge about uh, the day of mourning before. I mean if it can be verified. What um so I, would like to... I should like to speak to a, a, a cleric of the sovereigns, if I can. Uh, you know that Sandara is one. Hmm. What a coincidence. Yeah. Just remember it. Um, so with that particular, I would like to move on to the next day, unless there was anything more that wanted to hap happen tonight. Uh... I, I think... The day has successfully left both Truco and Dana distraught. Yeah. And the the uh, only thing left happening. Oh, go for it, Ernesto. No, no, no. I, I was going to. I'm going to ask. Are you using the card that I gave you? Because I have an idea also. To I, use it, but if you I are am planning going to, use to be it. using it. Okay. In the job. morning, once uh, when the ship gets christened, yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. That, um, so nothing for Truco. Yeah. No. The uh, the only thing left uh, for Dana in the night is. Uh, returning to the inn very visibly distressed and distraught and w which is very unusual and uh, you know having to pass through the common room where uh, where there are still some people up drinking some part of some of the crew still up drinking you know uh, fish guts is there uh, Unao and um, Moira are there Shastran and Sade are there so uh, Dana's got this unfortunate situation of passing through the common room visibly distressed in front of a bunch of her crew. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we'll say to kind of take care of this now, Torlan, uh, 
having a conversation with Sandara, um, some of the things that you can learn that helps you with your divination is, um, you know, she kind of believes that the spirits that you contact from the other side, um, the information that they have generally from the understanding of Delora might be mostly limited to what they knew in life. Uh, rather than having information and bringing information from the other side. Uh, so she definitely thinks you got kind of lucky in the spirit that you were able to communicate with. Um, the stories that she've heard, she's heard um, that that kind of experience is not common. Um, and uh, what else did I want to share with you? Uh, it seemed the conversation lasted, you know, kind of about five minutes or so before the, the spirit started to fade away, right? So it wasn't necessarily a number of questions. Um, I'll give you a little free form here since it's the first time using it. Um, but yeah, it was about five minutes. Um, does that kind of answer some questions about the basic mechanics of using divination? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say so. And. Sonara, uh, so you're saying, uh, I guess that you must have met some some other priests or clerics or adepts who've done something similar before i i've heard i've heard stories well no it's uh, nothing it's stranger things must have happened to you before you, you, i i admit i had some trepidations about coming to you and asking you about this because i know that uh, there are some vassals out there that look down upon uh, those that interface with the traveler. You don't have any such qualms? We live in a we live in an area where the devourer is always giving us due. Uh, I'd be foolish to not accept what the Dark Six how the Dark Six should be given their due and their offerings to appease them. Fair enough. Um, but Thank you for your insight. But yeah, it would seem to me uh, if you're looking for information around particular souls or particular kind of souls, going to a place or seeking out uh, a soul that might have more contact or relevance to the kind of people or answers you're looking for, you might have more success that way. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, so morning time comes. Is there some sort of venture card that's about to be played? Uh, no. <laughs> Not until the ship is christened by Captain Gaius. Okay. Yeah, Gaius and his uh, ship. What was it? The Wolf's Howl? The Wolf's Howl. Unless Howl they're the getting Wolf? it into something different. Well, currently now it's named Howl. I believe it was Howl of the Wolf. Um, um, his ship was still in the bay. Um, they hung out for the last few days. Um, you know, by mid-morning, you know, the activity has been, uh, you know, all of Rickety's is pretty much kind of in a, even more of a pleasant buzz than normal. Um, and we will say, just to get it out of the way, so Dana, you've been practicing centering. Um, yeah. Centering gives you another point of conviction okay. for your downtime. Truco, give me, I'm going to say, based on how you've been describing everything with Albert, um, First, I'm going to let Alvar support your role. Okay. Um, so I'm going to have him make a fighting role because you were uh, he was fighting you. 
Yeah, it's, it's definitely not performance from him because I'm yeah. not sure he ever yeah. quite got it through his head. Oh, that was almost a five, but that is a three. Um, so clearly he did not help you out in your endeavor. Uh, but I'll Makes say uh, you can give me a performance check. All right, and, and to clarify, this is from the down the downtime. The downtime, earn. yeah. To see, to see if you were able one. to do well enough with Albert to actually okay. uh, earn some money from the uh, people what here do you, the shows that what, you were trying to put on. Performance, you mean? Do you say? That's, that's kind of everything you described. This is what it kind of sounds like to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so untrained in my case. Go. Well, you're sitting uh, on a heap of pennies. Stays and that's a there. seven. I am go tempted. for a raise. Let's your go time. for a raise. Why go not? For a raise. Let's try to get the Welcome critical if failure. Got that's there a good you one. Go. That's a three. That's a there's nine. There's a raise. There's yeah, a raise. Because you got a lawn. Yeah. Did oh, you yeah, mark a lawn or did it start? No, did it I added? did it. It did, it did automatically, which is nice. Pretty, cool. Really nice. There you yeah. go. Um, so that being the case, um, you end up earning you end up earning a hundred galifars question is are you sharing any of that with albert i mean of course yeah uh, yeah yeah i think we said at the beginning like some 50 50 or something like that i will try to to tell him or try to like make it as as if i'm giving him less but then i realize now nah, you earn it yeah and i would <laughs> i would give it um, Good guy, Truco. Fifty galifers. Wow, yeah, actual just... 50, 50 split. Good guy, Truco. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, just add fifty galifers into your uh, into your pile. Yeah. That takes care and, of the downtime. And like like two walks, like two steps after that interaction, he's already regretting it, like <laughs> fully. But yeah. You totally got to figure out what he what he spends that money on, you know. Yeah, yeah, gambling. Oh, Maybe he's a saver. He's bad at gambling. Oh, who Albert? Kind of a saver. What's Albert? Albert. Yeah, oh, I yeah. mean that that's a legitimately good question. What is that Albert is a legitimately good question. Um, Maybe a fancy cat. Teach him how to gamble? <laughs> that's a, yeah. Maybe go for shopping. Yeah. Now, does that uh, count for your hindrance that you're giving it away? <laughs> no. Totally Oh, I, I would yeah. let that count for the for the poverty hindrance. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's really generous of you. Yeah, thank give you. Give me a penny for that. There you um, go. So, um, you know, everybody's kind of gathered out. Um, the what was known as the majestic Griffin is ready to come out. It's um, just ready to be pulled out of the dry dock. Uh, well, I guess actually at this point it has been pulled out of the dry dock, and it's in the water now next to the dry dock uh, at Rickety's. Um, and um, your whole crew is there. Um, everybody's there at Rickety's. Um, Gaius is there. Um, and um, Gaius, Gaius does come forward and um, and he, he says, um, you know, I, I know Rickety has something, but uh, again, my apologies for um, invading your space. I would like to offer you and your crew this. Um, and he uh, holds out a uh, about a 15-year-old vintage bottle of uh, Siren red wine. Where did you get this? 
he just holds up his finger to his lips and he's just like Shh. I, I I haven't had a drop of this and going on 10 years now Gaius thank you and, and he does speak and he goes I thought this would have been appropriate for the christening ah you know that that would be a better use of it yes and I and you wanted to do the honors yes if if you would have my hand yes I have I, your hand. What are you I talking indeed about? would, Captain Guys, and uh, it should. Uh, I'm, apologies, free Captain. The the new vessel is the Crown and Bell. You'll you'll notice that I haven't introduced myself as a free Captain because I sail under a flag. I sail under the flag of Seer, and um, me because this game needs more excitement. Uh, I'm gonna pass my adventure card to the discard pile here. Ernesto's a real bro. It's time for a love triangle, boys. <laughs> as it should be. Wow, as it, not only have you just played it twice in the last couple, not once in the last couple of sessions, you have not played it twice. Well, like I so, said, Ernesto's a real bro, so Shastrin, you got the, some This is the last though. one. <laughs> I'm keeping mine secret if I ever get one. <laughs> so uh, clearly, this this one of this table's favorite adventure cards, love interests, uh, has been played. Uh, I'm assuming you're hopefully you're targeting playing it on Gaius. Yeah. On Gaius, yes. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, and so that's a, yeah. That's two. Wow. And uh, triangle. Adds, adds even more fitting the fact that he's given you a searing bottle of red wine. Um, yeah. Quite fitting. So it's all kind of, uh, well, I planned also this. He's, <laughs> also, you know, Torlin will, be del- <laughs> Torlin will be delighted that Ethrain has taken a shine to Dana. Yeah, that's, Torlin's like, what are you implying? You, your um, hand. <laughs> interesting. Uh, anything anybody else wants to say before the the sh- the crown and bell is christened. Oh, good. Uh, christened by a flamingo. I don't approve. <laughs> by a, a flamingo. Is that what you? But call you've it? never heard that before. I've never heard that before, Torlin. That's how you. That's right. That's how you call those train guys. Across the pond. That's right. Oh, interesting. Oh. I That's think good... he's quite. I think he's been quite kind to us, in spite of starting off on the wrong foot. So, be nice, old man. He'll make a good ally. You've known him for a day. <laughs> Don't get getting too comfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all Dana's got for now. After having uh, handed the bottle back to Gaius to uh, to bust over the ship's bow. Okay, um, and with that, Gaius, uh, with a with a very low bow towards you, Dana. Uh, and a week, and uh, we'll we'll say this. So, like, of course, he handed you the bottle, and you took the bottle, thinking it was a gift of the moment. He said, "You know, I thought it would be good for christening the thing." You hand it back to him, and he takes it. And then, uh, in that moment, he does manage to like take your hand, and he kisses, and he leans down and kisses it. Man's got swagger. <clears throat> and then takes the bottle, and he goes, uh, "Now I'm not one one for a great deal of pomp and circumstance, but." Uh, uh, the free captain Gaius, Irtrana, Chrysanus, the crown and the bell. May good fortune and sure sail await what one can crack Tidewater Rock. 
And with that, he smashes the bottle over the uh, the, ba- the prow of uh, the crown and the bell. Or the crown and... Hip, hip. Is it the crown and the bell? Crown and bell. It's the crown. It's the crown and bell. Okay. Crown and bell. Crown and bell. Okay. Just one the. Got it. One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hip hip hurrah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I would say, um, why don't all three of you give me notice checks? Yeah. That's good. I got these bennies burning a hole in my pocket. Maybe I'll get another one and, and trip and fall, and guys will have to rescue me. So four, that's, I, I mean, what that's the totally heck? I got seven bennies. What's that? If what's the case? I, I said if the guy saves you, it's your fault. I know. That's better. I'm, I'm burning my bennies till I get a raise on this notice roll. A six wasn't good enough. I went for an eleven. Uh, I'm happy a, with my seven. There's an ace. There we go. That is, after all said and done, fifteen for Dana. Totally needed to all get raises. Yes, we did. I, I mean, no, we I just, all had, I had I mean, seven. We all had, had Benny. We all had like eight Bennies to burn, and no other rolls for the lot really that needed it. So, no yeah, this roll. That's this is uh, the the representation wise, of an RP very, session. Sorry. As a very wise man told me at Chupacabra Con, at the heart of every Savage Worlds player is a degenerate gambler. Truer words were never spoken. We love you, David. <laughs> Yep. All right. So, what Torlin get? What Truco get? Seven. Gotta... Eleven for Torlin. What was that, Truco? Seven. 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 Okay. Um. So all of you can look at, um, you know, the prow's reshaped a little bit. The aft is kind of reshaped. Um, there's already uh, the the writing, the painting on the side of the of the bow. Majestic Griffin had already been removed, and there's now um, one of Rickety's people up there, uh, a crew up there, already painting the new name on the side of the ship. And, um, you know, on all the lines, everything that changed, you guys, you have to look closely, but you can see, like, the original kind of shape and lines of the ship, but it is uh, definitely disguised very well. Um, and probably would take people who who knew the ship well previously to really um, maybe notice its true origin. Um, I I just look it over, bow to stern with the you know guys there beside me and say, she's undermanned and undergunned, but she'll serve us well. She'll get to where she needs to be. And um, that are you all going? You guys are going to departing this afternoon now uh, yeah are we taking Ruskell with us what is happening with Ruskell uh yeah Sundara lets you know that you know he, he's not going to be working on decks and stuff like that um he's he's uh improved a little bit he's not quite as delirious uh but she doesn't think he's at risk of traveling so um all of you officers uh well the original officer of the ship each of you has your own room um because there are, in addition to the captain's quarter down on the lowest deck, there is um, six officers' rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six officers' rooms, I assume, which um, three of you, including Russ, would have those. So he's got a place to stay and rest. Um, 
at the time until you guys get get to Cliff Scrape. Um, and it's about a day's travel to Cliff Scrape. We won the session here tonight. Uh, I have been Trukov, uh, playing by Ernesto here. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I'm Ellie, playing Captain Dana of the Crown and Bell. And it's Michael with Torlin. <laughs> and <laughs> I love and that I'm... pronunciation, Torlin. And I am Dungeon Master Philip. Thank you for joining us on the Mourners of Lazar. Uh, come back next week as we find out what the crew does on the highs and at Cliff Scrape and see if they can manage to find themselves more crew. Night. Come on, kids. Bye. It's Soul Day. You want some of your sovereign stew? That's a good note to me. You're so I weird. love that. Well, in terms of uh, stars, I, I was going to say, like, all the interactions that Trugo had with Torlan were, I, I really love those. Um, the whole cemetery. Me too, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole cemetery, like, thing was quite, it was quite, like, like, like the, the scene for it and the like, tension is he's going to ask is he, what the, the response will be. That was quite nice. And also, like, the, the having the opportunity to, kind of learn on how Torlan does his thing and, and, and try to like plant the seed of ah Truco is quite interested in that or maybe like there is there is some level of curiosity there which which I think is really cool. Yeah I'm also interested to see how uh Truco develops along those lines because we have kind of talked a little out of character about maybe Truco doing some Bardic stuff. Uh, but we didn't want to commit to anything and just let it happen organically. So if it doesn't go there, it doesn't go there. But for me, I was like very impressed with Phil's uh, ability to improvise within that because I did not give him any heads up as to what I was going to do. And then he pulled out some pretty cool stuff from exploring Eberron there uh, regarding Delur, which I hadn't even thought of. So, uh, And then also I liked Dana's little response there to being confronted with this traveler's power and how she was uh, apprehensive but then you know her curiosity or her her need to know what happened to her friend overcame that mm -hmm. i think my favorite part of uh of the session was her uh, progression from you know a uh, day drinking and and uh <laughs> trying to offer a drink to a, a recovering alcoholic and that whole thing of Truco not really not really seeming to know what he wanted out of out of this day and this remembrance and and coping with it and then culminate you know progressing to uh things not going his way in the staged fights with Albert progressing to um him completely crumbling and and breaking down in tears at the uh at the table after dana's toast and that's to me like i've been calling out regularly i'm loving seeing this progression of truco as as he starts to show more and more vulnerability to different members of of the party or as a whole and this you know, this wasn't, you know, anything out of left field or weird that Truco broke down crying in front of Dana and Torlin. It was 
to me the very natural almost conclusion of an arc that Ernesto has been building for the better part of eight weeks now. So that was really fantastic. I love seeing that stuff come to fruition. You're giving me too much credit there, <laughs> but yeah, okay. It's all right. You can dispose of half of that credit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hindrance. And my hindrance takes me, I have to disregard, yeah. I love Truco bursting into tears. Um, that was unexpected and really cool. Dana's freak out was cool. Fuck, another love interest card played. I love that the ship finally got rechristened, got a new name for it. And uh, I did like the graveyard scene and um, figuring that out in the moment. I thought that was nice and well played there, Michael. 